0: Episode 247. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start
1: talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. Yeah, that's right, everybody. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring, even though the line between them all is oh so blurry. (laughs) Realistically speaking. Yeah, not much of a difference. Yeah. Hey, welcome, everybody. My name is Will. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, rent T-Rent, I I apologize. (laughs) It's all good. It's all good, baby cakes. Let's try it again. Welcome to another edition of Netheads, everybody. My name is Will. I'm Trent. Uh, if you want to take part in the program, you can. One of what many ways. One of them, Trent, is this uh, this magical tool called Twitter. Uh, how do they do that? Yeah, it's it's
0: beyond ridiculously easy, folks. Just use the hashtag #Netheads. Um, not unlike Ash Williams, myself, you, and our good friend Venator Two Thousand.
1: Oh, excellent! Wow, there's some activity out there today. Yeah. Huh? What about yeah. what about Taddy Mason? Was it Taddy Mason? I, I, you know, I, I don't see a Taddy Mason in my, uh, in my stream. Are you sure it wasn't it, it, Was it me? Yes, Jerry. It's somebody we've never heard of. Oh God. Taddy Mason. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah Try, I, I think we got to talk about the elephant in the room we uh we took a week off uh mm-hmm, which mm-hmm, i gotta mm-hmm. tell you um it, it used to be it, there, there was a feeling of guilt but uh for me there was a feeling of uh well that was a relief yeah so yeah. Uh, and i appreciate that and uh, you want to tell the people the reason why we were uh, we took a a, a past week if you will
0: folks it was the show of shows the the stage of champions, the ultimate
1: thrill ride, Wrestlemania 33. Oh, I thought you were going to say Battle of the Network Stars was bad. <laughs> Who shot JR? Yeah. No, this is uh, a, <laughs> folks, this is like two or three weeks in advance uh, for once, Trent. And I don't, yeah. and pardon me, that for once wasn't like caddy, like, oh, for once he gave, me, no, but like no, uh, we, yeah. for once as in, we actually had some forethought. Yeah. Um, uh, he said, I'm going to need to take a pass here. And yeah. you know, I'm like, ah, oh, we could do a pickup during the week, and then like the week happened, and uh, it was uh, I worked out really nice, but yeah, we we did this bit enough in advance. He's like, I'm gonna need the weekend, yeah. for WrestleMania now, and, and I and I needed it, and it was glorious. Now, as a uh, as a cable cutter, Trent, how did you consume WrestleMania? How does that work out? Yeah, well, it, so the only way to consume WrestleMania is
0: uh, via their their online distribution they have a, a they call it the wwe network um and you can access uh you know their whole well not their whole but a ton of uh, their library live events and then and then what's really smart and i think uh, netflix and hulu could do well to pull something from from their quote-unquote network is they always have something just on that's always playing live right um, and I found myself because I'll I'll put it on for the dog so he doesn't get you know the separation anxiety of being alone all day. Just put something on for him; he does a little better. I'll come home and see something playing that I normally would have never watched. See it, what's what, and then and then get into it, and then keep on watching something or or discover more. I think if you had um, if Hulu and and Netflix, uh, these streaming companies, they should pull from that. Get like a a, a curated sponsored thing. <clears throat> So just see what's playing. Like, oh, okay, I'm I'm on the Miramax channel to right now. It's something that's streaming live. I mean, I can go back and rewatch it from the beginning or just jump in here. I don't know. I think it'd be a good way to to um, help earn a little money and uh, get get product in front of people that they may not regularly
1: look at. Trent, it is crazy how the worlds can collide and combine and how topics can naturally transition from one to another. Because I will tell you. That there was a certain bit of magic for me on April 2nd okay. of this year. Not April April Fool's Day. I always avoid the sure. internet. Sure. Yeah. I'll go to Think Geek and I'll, mm. I'll see what they have to offer for their gag uh, yeah. items. This one, I loved it because one of them. Was a was a hot pocket sleeping bag. So you hot pocket. It's it's like you're the the sizzling bit of goo <laughs> in it, and it was the big hot pocket sleeve. That was a genius oh, that's one. That's awesome. Uh, but typically, I avoid April Fool's Day. And then I actually had an email from uh, Doug Hoxter Jr., the the fine yeah. gentleman who does all of the Hollywood Babylon uh, Dougie. videos. Dougie Fresh. He um he said, "Holy shit, Rick and Morty." actually premiered on Cartoon Network or on the stream live, and they just looped it for several hours. Yep, yep. Which in itself is really cool, but I will tell you from times past and from this week as well, uh, one of the cool things that happened is they did revive for a a limited time window a a streaming, uh, and they have this for the Venture Brothers too. It's a streaming channel, and it's just everything in order, Yep. And and uh, at any time you could have jumped into this stream and wherever you were, if you decided to watch from that point, you could watch all the way through and see the season three premiere again. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they didn't even just do that, dude. I, I don't know what it is with Adult Swim, but they really know what they're doing because I then think like at ten o'clock every night this week or a certain nights. It was also the season three premiere, but but to oh pl- really, but to but to play it to release it on on April Fool's Day is that's the most rickest thing I think I've ever heard. <laughs> it's the rickiest Rick. I think so. Now, uh, and and to those of us that discovered, oh wow, this is not a, an April Fool's joke. This is a real thing. Uh, this was like folks. This was like Christmas and Easter and and Saint Patrick's Day all combined into one. Yeah. It was, it was, it was like my strawberry smittles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. Uh, I, I, uh, I don't know why I'm so surprised because you even pointed out. Well, didn't they do that last season? Uh, but for those of you that haven't seen the season uh, three premiere, we're gonna, we're gonna ruin that for you, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I hope you've seen it. You owe it to yourself to have seen it. I, and I would hope that by this time you have seen it because yeah, uh, exactly. And if, and if we're not enticing you into understanding what it is you really do have to see, I feel, Rick and Morty from the very beginning in a way just to enjoy some of the the in-jokes. And this season premiere exemplified that because it had so many callbacks to season one elements of a cartoon, trend. Yeah. Season one elements. I mean, everything in this one. You had uh, the Cronenberg Earth that they uh, oh, avoided. Oh, yes. Which, by the yes. way, if you want to talk about how this Rick is the Rickest Rick of all, think about it he and uh and morty escaped to uh, another world that hasn't been ruined because that rick found the cure for the cronenberg situation yeah so did rick take that knowledge back to to his home universe in order to uh correct the planet no of no. course not too much work no, too much I, work
0: yeah i can just jump right into this into this reality because those two accidentally just killed themselves so they obviously don't des-
1: deserve to be here yeah oh that show anyway uh uh, it's it's an amazing show, and and I love the way so many things play out. And it was there was a callback to to the Cronenberg world. There was the callback to the Citadel of Ricks. Uh, yes, yeah, and even uh, somewhat with the Bug Galaxy, I, I feel like bringing us another connection back to Krumbakulis Chromboc- Michael. That's just me. <laughs> Uh, as a matter of fact, another thing too that I think Adult Swim ran in advance of it, or it's a video clip that Justin Royland had tweeted about in advance of this. and it was just it was a it was like a five to a ten minute clip uh, of that scene uh, of Rick uh, in the Galactic prison in between okay. the two guys. and every once in a while something else will happen on screen or you'll see a prisoner getting transferred. Uh the most beautiful part of that for me was that one of them was a me seeks who as it's going by is just screaming please i want to die i just want to die
0: <laughs> really yeah <laughs> oh i got to see that i didn't see that that's great i would love what i like doing at work um is i will find videos uh and then put them as as loops uh, on the big screen is like the, the, the big screen in the office's screensaver. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so for during, you know, during Christmas, it was, uh, I had Ron Swanson up there. Nice. Drinking scotch. Recently, I've had, um, a loop of, uh,
1: Bernie's mountain dog puppies playing in snow, mm-hmm.
0: but I think it, that
1: that'd be a good one to mix it up with, you know? It, it, I don't know if the, if it's necessarily language appropriate, but, uh,
0: <laughs> well, if I'm there early enough or late enough, it is. There
1: you go. That's the spirit. <laughs> um, so uh, so much in this in the season uh, premiere that, that that unfortunately is just a, a brief taste until the summer. But what is, if you can possibly say so, Trent? What is your favorite part of this season three premiere?
0: Ooh, ooh, okay. Um, you know, and I had a, I had a special situation. Um, I woke up uh the the morning there the yeah the the day that it was streaming, and someone had just put it on Facebook the whole thing. So I was like, "Sweet, <laughs> watch it while I can." With this is, I'm in bed. I can watch it on my phone. This is easy breezy. This is so um, happy. Yeah, I um, I think probably, oh god, I don't know. Um, I like that they're involving summer more on the uh, on the the adventures, but then at the same time acknowledging that like, oh, and sometimes you'll go on adventures with him, and sometimes you won't. <laughs> oh no, I know exactly what my favorite part was: the dead flies. Where Summer's freaking out thinking like, oh, my God, if there's if, if I just arrange these flies the right way that I know his secret workshop, it will just open up. And 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 that's when Rick's like, calm down. Look, you don't even know her. Morty. when Morty's like, you don't even know who he is. Um then they go dig up the bodies. But then at the end the callback is Rick's like, Who's been in here? And then God damn it, Jerry <laughs>
1: man's garage is his castle. Yeah. Then he rearranges it. the flies and everything comes right that back. That was
0: good. That was a that was a great one. Like it could have been a throwaway line, but they, they you know, or a, a throwaway like nod, but they, they brought it back in. It was great.
1: Well, and an interesting thing, too, is that the uh, it, when Summer's first going through those cabinets, one of them opens up. And you got to remember now, this is Jerry's stuff. It's not Rick's. Right. And in there is a picture of, of Simpleton Rick from Dean oh, yes. 99 or wherever he's from. Yes. And, uh, and so that was a nice little touch. But uh, for me, I think the part that blew me the, away the most, uh, that I have the most appreciation for, is the dumbest joke of all. Because it's just a throwaway line. Uh, The kids give their theories on what Rick is possibly doing to over to uh, collapse the galactic uh, government. Right. And he says, "Oh, those are those are great ideas, kids. I'm almost proud." Because he has (laughs) he just has to include the almost. Right, right, right. To emphasize the fact that you know you you almost, but still not quite there, kids. I still just rank you both on on the level of how much of you are a pain in the ass to me. just horrible. yeah, oh, uh, and but the other part that I, I loved about it was the just the wonderful callback to the closing of the season one uh, pilot episode because instead of Morty being on the floor seizing from the mega seeds and right. unable to move, instead he has tripped over whatever piece of space vacuum hardware that that's rick right. has there and now he's just on the floor and he's just like muttering things after rick is like what do you when he starts going into the sauce he's like wait what are you yeah. what are you talking about okay you okay and and just what rick is saying to just the overall menacing evilness of it i, you know, I made the galactic empire <laughs> and your father wanted to get rid of me so i made them go away i've taken oh, yeah. over oh, the family right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And but the whole time, like when he's leaning over and drooling and talking about Szechuan sauce and the and the fluorescent light blinking, that's it's an exact mirror of that scene from from the first episode. And that's just like that is such callback power. And then just the whole level of detail on this Szechuan sauce thing, right down to <laughs> right down to the Nathan Fillion in, in, interrogator bug eating from the from the same yeah. shaped carton. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: Well, now, now is that a real thing?
1: Did they do a, a, a Szechuan sauce for the release of Milan? Trent, I, I almost I, now I'm convinced you don't actually follow me on Twitter because <laughs> I, I naturally retweeted the commercial the moment Dougie Fresh also sent it to me, which was the the actual 1998 commercial where oh they, my where the, god, the kids and a gong. But sure enough, yeah, it, it's a McDonald's container, but in this the size of that. That typical uh, to go box that we, as- you know, yeah, associate the... with Chinese food containers, right? Uh, yeah, that was wow. a real thing. That is awesome. Yeah, it was a, it, it was just, but it was a strong return, man. That wasn't just your typical return. This was, this no, was very well curated. Yeah, it was. And the way they dropped it was just, it, it was almost poetic in a way, I feel, anyway.
0: Yeah, dude. It was it was good. It was fun and more than anything it just gave us something to tide us over until they finish what they're working on.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was it was a wonderful bone to be I think the best part about it the uh, just in hearing about the experience externally was the fact that that uh Dan Harmon actually used it to turn to trolling a troll, because he had tweeted something and the guy basically just said, you know, h- enough about all this shit. How about you give a season three of Rick and Morty? <laughs> and he and he had a quoted response. I'm not going to pull it up, but a paraphrasing. He basically just said, oh, yeah, well, what if I can make m- uh, wave a magic wand and just make the season three premiere ha- Premier. appear? And, and said, and then it was just like a, another response of basically like boom, motherfucker, or something along those <laughs> lines. So nice. it, that's a that that isn't that's a nice way where where you get to abuse your power for good, I guess in some ways, right? For sure, yeah. Um, anyways, I, I didn't mean to detract from uh, WrestleMania. Um, I oh think no, not not at all. It was just I'm like, oh wow, look at that convenient transition because the the premiere was actually you know it was online at first and. And and what I was getting to as well is that that stream is it's just fun to drop into at any time. Same way with Venture Brothers for me because oh you, for sure yeah you just suddenly get caught up in something that you you may pass on you know maybe uh, you know not the the highest uh, Venture Brothers moment you may uh, have. Which by the way, which would you rank if you could? Yeah, knowing all of the episodes that you can remember, I should yeah. say. Would you be able to rank what is like the you'd consider the worst episode of the Venture Brothers? Um, is, is, it, 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 is it really uh, possible aside from the? I think you got to take the first episode out of contention.
0: Yeah, but it, it's still season one. Season one was still kind of figuring out what it was, I think. Um, and the animation changed drastically. To well, not not drastically, but it did change. Um, but but as far as like that's that's like saying like oh, well, show show me the, the worst pair of boobs. You know what I mean? Like, there's just no such thing.
1: <laughs> See, the thing is, I would kind of agree with you, because even yeah. there's always one, it seems to be one good strong story element there. Um, But anyway, I, I just wanted to ask that, because it just happened upon my mind, not in really germane, nor in a direction I wanted <laughs> to take us. Uh, but, yeah. but it is it really is great when you do drop in on some of that older content. Because I know uh, I've had friends that have had, like, subscriptions for hockey packages and in the off season they just play like they actually play start airing like other seasons or something so you can kind of relive the drama if you will yeah
0: yeah and and i do i do that a lot with with wrestling i like i mean um a sure way to put me to sleep it just i don't not not that it's bad content but it just it's so comforting and i can listen to it and enjoy it while my eyes are closed and then drift off is to put on like it like an old saturday's main event from like 1987 (laughs) professional wrestling and man it's
1: it's great i love it well but that's also that's interesting if you want to if you if you want to if you may uh if you may entertain me for a moment, yes, sir, but, By all means. but if we just wanted to take it away from the simple that, you know, it's just something, you know, so well, so it's, it's totally. comforting in that. But let's also remember, like that particular example harkens back to an innocent time uh, for you, a time where things oh, were totally. a lot less complex. So in a way, are you actually using that media to reconnect in your mind to that simpler time as a way to bring focus and calmness in your life?
0: Yeah, the same way that I think, you know, meditation can help you um, try and focus on one thing or or just uh, forget or or let go of things that might be weighing you down. I, I, I see it in a similar way. Yeah, it, it kind of helps me relax.
1: I really hate to say that I could get anything uh, of benefit whatsoever from these ridiculous little uh, blurbs or snippets that people will post to Facebook. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just as much as I, I didn't want to admit that I was making a, a very interesting and unique sanding dinner, while my wife was the one getting angry about sports in the family room, um, <laughs> right, right. But you know, it, it is what it is, and and things just happen. But there was this one video uh, that just talked about uh, how it's it, uh, you can meditate anywhere because you really really need to uh, kind of de-emphasize what meditation is. It's not this big. Uh, complex spiritual thing. Uh right. the way this particular yogi or or whoever it was had said something about it and I'm not minimizing them in any way. I just right. don't know the guy's name, but he it was a very simple concept. And it's something I've always noticed when, you know, you're laying there thinking. And that is that we are the original multi-core processors. We are able to have all these simultaneous tasks and conversations going on at once. So much so that if you try to sit there and say I'm not going to think about something, you're first reiterating a mantra over and over in your head on the base layer, the command line, if you will. But right. then there will be sub-threads that will also start happening. It's like, oh my gosh, how can I concentrate on one thing by just saying this stupid stuff over and over? That, that that's part of the conversation that's going on. Either that, or it's all the voices in my head. I'm not sure which. Just yeah. run with Ma- me maybe here. Maybe a though. little, maybe a little a, a little B. We don't know. We don't know. And then, and really, who are we to judge? Yeah. So, um, because science, Trent, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, but when it, but uh, he took it to a very simple path and and that is just that you it's okay. You can accept those sub-processes happening because they're going to. The the idea is to keep the command line, the main control processor, in place. And it's as, doing as something as simple, he called it as as quieting the monkey mind. Because, you know, like a monkey is always chattering and making noise. Right, and yeah. that's the same way that that main processing or the command line, as I refer to it, uh, handles things. And so it's just something as simple as as giving it a job to do. So I'm... Your job now, as as asinine as it is for all of your power, <laughs> the only job you have to do is to uh, pay attention to the way the breathing happens in yep. and it happens out. And I have started to employ that one simple idea. And it has helped me to sleep better. It, 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 at any point in the day, I may do it for about a minute. And it helps me yeah. gain focus back to what I need to be doing. Yeah, You know what I mean? It's it, And I don't want to say I found a truth in a 30-second Facebook Now This uh, video or whatever it was. But sadly, <laughs> I think I did. Well, it's interesting that you bring that up, too. Because <clears throat> Elon Musk, he's said
0: that his next big uh, venture that he wants to do... Is uh is hooking up, like the human brain, to computer chips, to processors, and let and and let them do the work. Um, this uh this was on uh CNN's Money uh blog, and he had tweeted out uh, saying that uh Long uh, Neuron Link Neuron Link that's his that's his thing. Long Neuron Link, uh piece coming out uh in about a week. Difficult to decide or, excuse me, to dedicate the time, but an existential risk is too high not to. Okay,
1: dude, at what point does he pull away the mask and he proves he's a cyborg the, from the he's future? A, yeah,
0: he's a robot himself. <laughs> you
1: know? Because <laughs> that's the next, I mean, the guy is, he's got a machine, he's practicing digging tunnels, he's, yeah. uh... You know, and I really I don't want to think of Elon Musk sitting behind the controls of of a of a of a of a a tunneling machine because all all you know is there's going to be some loud bizarre music being played, and and, you know, and there's going to be maniacal laughter. That's the only thing that could possibly happen. So listen to this. According to the report, the new technology
0: could link human brains with computers without a physical connection by implanting tiny electrodes into the brain. It could enhance memory and cognitive powers. By effectively merging human and artificial intelligence, we have our we have our little meat sticks that we move very slowly and push buttons or tap a little screen, and that's the and that's extremely slow. He said. Compare that to a computer, which can communicate at the terabyte level. The problem could be solved by adding a high uh, bandwidth interface to the brain cortex to communicate with computers. His vision, Musk said, would be to would be for this to uh, ter- a territory layer to interact in a similar way a motor c- uh, cortex sends signals to the limbs.
1: Hmm. No, that doesn't sound diabolical at all.
0: I mean, it, it sure it makes sense, but like, I would I would think th- that it would be like I would rather see that, and and, and there would be cross cross uh, use for the technology, but like, I would I would see it developed first to help um, people who may have a um, uh, disability, uh, whether it be uh, loss of limbs or, or something like that, that they would be able to like be able to, use their their mind to then affect things in the outside world that they can't uh, uh interact with physically right
1: I, I, yeah I, and i'm not looking to take that away from anybody not at all all i'm saying is i remember distinctly from spider-man 2 if there is no ability to hinder the communication between the artificial intelligence device and the mind <laughs> one could corrupt the other okay it's so true that's it's science, so true, trent i saw yeah. it in a movie
0: you, yeah you saw it in a sam raimi flick
1: speaking of which Dude, since the last time you and I have been together, they dropped and we should have known it was coming because they had the Spider-Man posters. Yep. Okay, and Warner Brothers was having a moment and and yep. you know, the the Disney says no, we can't have that. No, of course not. <laughs> so they they first they drop us with some teaser trailers which look pretty awesome. You got them yeah. got Spider-Man with the Avengers building yeah. behind them. And then we get a second trailer. And, dude, the one thing I have to say about this entire entire trailer that I dig the most is that um, once... uh, So apparently he gets to have the costume, then he's going to have the costume taken away. And the thing I love is that it's so, like, basic Spider-Man, yet somehow also brings an element of one of the most interesting Spider-Man runs, which was uh, Spider-Man Noir. Oh yeah! Right, because okay. that was yeah. very that was very leather and goggles, and it had a so in this uh, his regular costume. So his uh, I'm Peter Parker, not uh, Tony Stark. Uh, enhanced Peter Parker, right? Yeah, it's nothing but blue sweats, and he's got like a red hoodie over it. But that's very reminiscent of that Spider Man noir's costume uh, of having a vest over it. Very basic, but it still kind of ties the look together. And then especially the hardcore goggles. It's just... Because, like, if there's any if there's any one person, if you are a person at a con and you uh, recognize that somebody is Spider-Man noir, you both have an instant connection because you both are probably yeah. one of the few people in the room that know what we're talking about. Yeah, th- 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 that doesn't think it's just, oh, that's steampunk Spider-Man, cool. No, no, that's a that was a thing. That was a real, real thing. That's not somebody's interpretive take on right, it. Right, yeah. There's no extra magnifiers added on to the front of the goggles for no good reason. <laughs> you know, we're not going to have any of that There's nonsense. Like, si-
0: si- six little uh, mag- uh, yeah, magnifying glasses that just clink, 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 clink to give yeah. you
1: super long vision. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> right, that, that, that's science that'll work, people. <laughs> um I think oh, unfortunately I think uh both uh Kevin and Ralph kind of get to steal the steam here as well as just Kevin and Mark Bernardin as well because it's true. Uh, I was very surprised and excited to find out that this fairy scene is more of a third or a first act closer.
0: Yeah. Totally. Like it's it's introducing the conflict. It's like not, it's it's not the top of the of the uh third
1: act no it's not the big hero moment and that was the other interesting reveal from the trailer is that it is not the big heroic moment that was the big somebody had to save my ass moment yeah so uh i gotta say dude i am i am really excited and i I realized too uh i had to go on a, a lengthy drive this morning and i i had a sudden thought in in coming back in a world where uh they are now connected to the MCU uh with Spider-Man even right. though it is uh technically a Sony Marvel films combo right uh, it's it's interesting so in this world where they're connected and you already have the Falcon the way you do yeah i think this interpretation of the vulture just makes sense in that world if you will cuz it seems to be yep. very weaponized me- mechanical yet helicopter hovercraftish kind of tech so i i yep. really dig this take on it well and
0: and uh, also the other thing is the 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 casting on it i think is brilliant
1: it is kind of it it it's the big kind of casting that you want when you think about the history of the actor yes totally absolutely and i just i
0: i, I don't know like like he's i think he could he's he's old enough now in in his in his you know career that he can kind of play like a I don't know. Almost almost like a cooler version of William Defoe in the first Spider-Man.
1: Very nice. That's do you know what good, I mean? I do. I get you. I get yeah. you. We've, yeah, we've probably and... alienated just about anyone else that would be listening to this. <laughs> but I get you, my friend.
0: Yeah, I, I think I because 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 Keaton has this kind of swagger about him. You know what I mean? Like even as Batman, like the lions weren't great, but he just it was so cool. Everything he said was so cool. Um that I that I think he could take on like deranged scientist in a cool way.
1: Well, it's definitely not uh the first uh, confrontation of the Joker and Bruce Wayne in Vicky or in Vicky Vale's apartment. Um, <laughs> right. I'm sorry, you say with the, the with, re- the, you say with the, the the with the, with the, pr- the print song playing when he walks in. Oh, and well, and just I don't even yeah, I guess I don't <laughs> I'm, I just remember when it was suddenly in that one moment you really shouldn't have let happen, which was reconnect Keaton with Beetlejuice in my mind while watching Batman. Because <laughs> he starts going on about, you want to get nuts? Let's you want to get nuts? Yeah. Ah! I mean, I don't know what the history of that scene was. Dude, it's so weird. It is so
0: bizarre. There there could have been so many other ways to, to piss off the Joker enough to shoot you. <laughs>
1: Right, I mean, it's just—it's the one. It's of all I the forgot things. Forgot about that. Yeah, and and obviously, boy, is it stuck in my craw. Has that because, been? Has
0: that been uh, put in exquisite acting yet?
1: I don't. That's my one-armed man, Marty Morty. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my gosh. To think that I just called that, that vitriol up at, a, at just a, at just the mention oh of the my movie. Oh, my God. Look how oh. passionate I was about that. Yeah. I'm suddenly, oh, oh you want to talk about yeah. Batman, Trent? Let me tell yeah. you about fucking Batman. Let me tell okay? you about Michael fucking Keaton, piece of shit. Oh. Bruce Wayne playing motherfucker. Well, no, come on, man. Look, I, even uh, I think the one most challenging element, cinematically speaking, about Batman is being able to have a Batman that everyone loves. And what I mean by that is that there is not a cinematic version of Batman that doesn't it uh, uh, hasn't at one point, you know, broken the holy Batman rule which is the handling and use of a gun. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Uh y- you got Batmobiles that got the machine guns that you know, he's picking up weapons and firing them freely. Come on now. Uh Michael Keaton, he's dropping dynamite in people's pants. That seems a little I, I oh, yeah, that's right. Batman yeah. is about maiming, not murdering. Anyway, yeah. uh, uh, sorry, I, I got to let some things go. I don't know you what's know, wrong with me.
0: I had an interesting conversation um, earlier in the week, and I, uh, I I am of the belief, and I base all of this off of Kevin Conroy's uh, portrayal of Batman and Bruce Wayne, who who to me is the true portrayal of the character, um, that in, in cinema the the closest thing that we've had to what i believe was was the best bruce wayne not batman but the best bruce
1: wayne was george clooney you know you do have a point there because he was very sort of uh, he he was able to have the public charming while being kind of dire, dour when he needs to be
0: yeah like 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 so kevin conroy talks about and even on Fat Man on batman he talked about how he does uh, Bruce Wayne has to be more upbeat, more Tony Stark esque when he's in public, so he uses a higher voice for him. Um, whereas the Batman voice is more Kevin Conroy's regular voice, and and I think uh, all the other Batman character or people who played Batman played Bruce Wayne just like they played Batman, which is not like that's how you get found out really fast, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where... um,
0: and even Christian Bale, like. He he wasn't like Bruce Wayne is a guy that people want to be around and, and like, oh, they're, they're, he's he's fun. He's outgoing. He's not just super rich. And I feel like Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne was just kind of like super rich. And that's so whatever he said, people thought was awesome. do You know, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I really think George Clooney was probably our best, uh our best Bruce Wayne. He just got yoked with the worst movie.
1: Possibly. Yeah. Even though I, I didn't have any issue with uh, with Ben Affleck as Batman. No, no. I mean, as Bruce Wayne, either. As
0: Bruce Wayne, right? Yeah.
1: <clears throat> I wouldn't say that he definitely played. I well, I don't know that we we really got to see him much as the public-facing Bruce well, Wayne. It, in that it, exactly. Movie. We didn't. We we didn't. Hey, by the way, I, I have you seen the new Justice League trailer? And you know, i there, I've, I've seen. I've seen. There's the narration, and then he's getting off of a helicopter onto a horse, and he's got to ride all across the Tundra to get to this village. Yeah, uh, couldn't he have just had the helicopter take him there? I'm sorry, I don't mean unless, to ruin unless, the shot. Unless he
0: didn't, unless he didn't want to break like no fly zone, um, coming from a different country that or that that he didn't have permission to enter that airspace. I'm not sure.
1: I'm um, g- come on though, dude. Seriously, it's the kind of second... like the ridiculousness of how far away the uh, the bad guy in Rogue One lands away from the actual farm. You know, oh, it's like, when it, then approaches. It's like yeah, it, well look, intergalactic law states we must park 100 paces away from the property line I mean what is that maybe
0: maybe maybe um, I'm just spitballing here maybe they did a scan of the ground and there was only one place that had a, uh, a subsurface structure strong enough to hold the weight of such a massive ship we officially
1: they... lost the entire audience, by the way. <laughs> well, just I'm just
0: saying, like, out. in Rogue One, when they're walking out there, they're walking out through, like, this tall, grassy field. There could and... have also
1: been a perimeter fence that we sure, didn't see. We, yeah, though. we don't know
0: that, yeah.
1: You know, because, uh, yeah, you want the guy to come work for you, but don't screw up his property. No,
0: right? of course not. Yeah, like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he'll never come back
0: to it, but you're going to kill his family, but that's fine. Yeah,
1: that's not an issue. Let's make That's sure
0: going to lower his resale value.
1: <laughs> right? Because, you know, you got to think about the kids that you're going to kill. Mm-hmm. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, totally. Sorry, I don't. I don't know why I'm being so pedantic this episode. <laughs> I don't know what got my panties in a bunch. I apologize. Who, uh, who, uh, and maybe you don't have an answer on this, but you
0: know, in in live action plane of, of of Bruce Wayne, who's uh, who's your
1: pick? You know, I I don't really have an opinion because um, I never really totally dug Christian Bale, to be honest. Yeah, me neither. Um, and Val Kilmer really I don't know I, I I don't remember enough of his perform I don't remember enough of most of the performances of Bruce Wayne's now that we've seen in God Almighty right. who would have thought we would have lived in a day in an age where we would be able to compare so many Bruce Waynes
0: right isn't that insane it's like well and that's that's what's funny right like um in the the latest episode of the Goldbergs the the big the big thing is Adam West or Michael Keaton right for for Batman or as, as, as like, grandpa calls it Batman and
1: that is just <laughs> which by the way the moment I heard that I, I just thought the program and I had to laugh yes! to myself oh,
0: I loved it so much
1: uh really yeah uh, Kevin for those that did not know and I did not notice this as timing as well but apparently uh Kevin Smith directed the four, 20th episode of the fourth season that's right yes. 420 uh, yes. was an episode of the Goldbergs that Kevin got to direct and it was all about as you said uh the, the or the 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 thing that tied the room together in this case was the release <laughs> of of Batman the movie which uh, you know all of us remember was I think 1989 was that when it was yeah it
0: was 89 yeah so or uh, 88 88
1: or 89 yeah so I love the way they kind of tap dance around because the, they always say it was 1980 yeah. something
0: yeah it was April 5th 1980 something and yeah so it's it does not brilliant. Really... It's, yeah, you can. You, there's, there's, there needs to be no continuity at that point. It's
1: brilliant, and that really was kind of a, an emotional awakening or, or a re-national kindling of Batman because it was such an epic title, and it had fucking Prince doing all of the music, and it was Dude. Tim Burton and the cat's mr mom is batman so it really and and then there was an entire generation that only knew batman as the 66 batman right so yeah. uh, it, this was a very interesting and nostalgic episode for me it, just from that perspective alone cuz i i lived through that zeitgeist if you will
0: yeah yeah uh, well and and, and I, I, so as i was watching it and and a nod to to kevin smith because Rare, like television directing, it from from what I understand, is a lot different than um, movie direction. In that, you there's there's always a showrunner, the writer is usually different from from the uh, director, and so th- the part of the director is is mostly um, almost like what a DP would do on a on a film set. It, it kind of seems like establishing shots, uh, you know, stuff like that. And it was so interesting because I noticed a a, a great beautiful difference in the way this episode was shot versus others, not saying that the others were bad. It was just, it had a more, I'm going to focus on the characters and let them do their stuff. And, uh, which is, which is a thing that Kevin likes to do.
1: Really? I didn't, I have to admit, I, um, I, I have a lot of exposure to this show because I think after the first season, I had a co-worker tell me that this is like one of the best shows. If you're not watching it, you need to. It's so true. At uh, which point I did, and that's when we picked it up as well. So, you know, I've been enjoying the show as it's been going on long before there was ever a connection with Matt Myra or Kevin Smith. Yeah. Um, and I, But I, I have to tell you, I didn't notice a stark difference. Is there any way you can call out some of these instances? Um, yeah,
0: there, there's a few actually. There's um, uh, the 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 ones. Well, I mean, the the dialogue scenes when they're doing dialogue back and forth, it's very mall rats-y. Um, it, it <laughs> Seriously, where where it'll like show the two, and then it and then it jumps to, to like not quite over the shoulder POV. Okay, but so
1: what you're saying is uh, we're you're talking uh, your example for this would be. The uh, the editing and camera work that was present during the shrinky dink scene.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That is. Wait. The
1: ex- hold on. L- I want to yep. deconstruct what just happened. That's,
0: ex- that's exa- That is you're, it. That's
1: e- the exact it. You're you're applauding me because you successfully communicated to me your vision, and I was able to interpret it with with the least amount of words possible. <laughs> Okay. Well, I I use Shrinky Dinks. Those yeah. are by nature, you know, they <laughs> They're, get smaller. Yeah, they
0: they get smaller. Um another another part that I thought was very Kevin Smith too uh was when um uh the the daughter is chasing after the uh the alum the Penn State alum in the in the parking lot and they just have the camera and the car goes by and then she comes like running by after him like that's that's totally a Kevin shot man Well, but that was also
1: that was also a callback just to the because there was first her chasing him as well right through that kind of shot. Yeah, uh, I you know I I wish I I had the uh, the attention span you do in order to notice these elements. No, unfortunately, I've got to be thinking about where the story is going and not appreciating these moments. <laughs> uh, but now I'm going to definitely compare it against the next episode. Um, yeah, and then actually we have the season finale. He also uh, got to direct now, direct
0: as well. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about it. And it's uh, the other thing that hit me when I was watching this because I mean I'm you know. Uh, you know, 10 years behind you guys. And so I'm thinking about this. This is essentially like Kevin, your generation's like story. This is, this is your wonder years,
1: right? I guess uh, I, yeah, I hate to, I hate to say it, but I think so.
0: Yeah. And so like to, to be able to like go back and relive these little pieces of pop culture as a, as an entertainer or as a creator, it's, it's gotta be kind of a, a surreal, um, just piece of art. I don't know. It's 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 really cool. But I was thinking about it. it's kind of a mind fuck.
1: Trent, it's it's bittersweet, morbid comedy. That's what it is. It it really is. It's it's cathartic comedy in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it really is. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, it's... and
0: then especially to find out <laughs> that um the the costumes that uh the the mother wears, almost all of them are were directly pulled from Adam Goldberg's mother's closet. Oh my Lord.
1: I didn't know that. Detail. True story.
0: Yeah. They did, they did a little vignette at the end of last season and, uh, they, they peeked in and, and yeah, like at least, at least one, one piece of clothing in every, uh, uh, episode c- came directly from Adam's mom's closet. That like, is awesome. <laughs> to this day. Yeah. That she still got. And the best part was, uh, there was, there was one part of the episode where, uh, she was wearing a denim jumpsuit uh, zip-up, like, classy jumpsuit, I swear to God, I've seen my mother wear that within the past five years.
1: <laughs> Dude, I, you know what, though? It's, it, 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 uh, w- because of this show, I'm telling you, there are probably going to be, if there aren't already, 80s influences in clothing. Totally. Totally. I, it's, I, it's, I could totally speaking. It. It's about time for some of the past fashion. And, you know, if you... We've probably already gotten past that point, honestly, because we already went through like the resurgence of, yeah. uh, they, they what did, what was the new term for the bell bottom, uh, flare Flares. or open flare jeans or something? Yeah, Flared jeans. Yeah. And then we saw the low rise. Uh, yep. now we're seeing the sunrise. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know anything about yeah. fashion. No, honestly.
0: like high waist, high-waisted jeans are in right now there for, you go. For, for,
1: for women. Yeah. See, and that's a call back to the eighties. So totally it's, dude. So we're due for totally. it. But you know, I got to tell you the most interesting thing, Trent. Um for me about this Goldberg's episode was the uh rev- just the whole uh Jeff uh what's his name? Jeff
0: <sighs> from from yeah, uh
1: G Jeff
0: It's it, from Curb Your Enthusiasm.
1: Yes, him. Jeff Gordon? No, that's the car driver. Oh, fine. Give me a sec. Yeah. I hate it when we do this cuz I uh, anyway, he um <laughs> He did that great uh uh his interpretation Garland. of Adam West. Yeah, Jeff Garland. Oh yes.
0: Oh my god, how funny was that?
1: <laughs> I love that. And then there was the whole the dad and the appreciation for the original uh Batman sixty six. And Trent, it, it's funny because uh, one of the things you can do if you go to Netheads uh, on dot com is you can see a uh a little thing. Wait. Uh oh. Sorry, the technology is failing me, Trent. It's okay, it happens. Well, next time I'll think about baseball. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what helps, right? Always. Oh, that's not awkward. Hold on. I'll just restart something right in the middle of something. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. No one yeah. will notice. It's all right. Don't worry but about no, it. That, that no one needs to know. And, and it's a shame, too, because I was going to start to tell this this wonderful and interesting story that explains how much I'm a schmuck. Um. <laughs> Well, I I can only hope what we're doing now proves it. (laughs) Or or at this moment, it's just like, it's a good thing that went the way it did. And it wasn't like all of a sudden you're saying, oh, yeah, well, as long as that's a topic. Will I've been meaning to talk to you about some things. Ash Ash Williams (laughs) tweets out, Goldberg's, I was busy
0: playing Pogs. And there's a picture of a lawyer... (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> Lawyer Morty <laughs> with his pog collection. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't want
1: to see your pog collection. Just one of those great moments from that episode. How could you, sir? Oh. Oh, that's great. Uh <laughs> and this is Caper Girl Mel saying, uh,
0: love the episode of the Goldbergs, but to be fair, I'm pretty much love all the Goldbergs. It's true. This one though, for me, like even oh, especially when um Barry ha- had the uh the uh the dipstick fun dip and and like had like the Joker ring around his mouth and then puts on the green helmet to go BMX like standing in a uh, little side note uh, if you've ever seen uh, Tenacious D's pick up pick of destiny uh, that was Jack Black and Kyle Gass's uh, movie they did um, Barry the, the guy that plays Barry plays young Jack Black in that movie
1: oh my gosh
0: and, and like when you go back and and rewatch that scene of of uh, little J B, he does these facial expressions that are so Jack Black you think at the time, and then now to see him, you know, fifteen years, ten, yeah, fifteen years later, you're like, holy shit, that that's totally the same those same facial expressions in a,
1: a less chubby person now. <laughs> So in other words, and and actually that actor he's a little long in the tooth for the kid business, really if you think about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I it, it it's true they're all getting older. I want to say the the sisters twenty and I think he might be like twenty two,
1: possibly. And and the kid that uh, at least they finally found his voice after the awkward puberty stage. <laughs> oh, right? how
0: awesome! Was it? But playing with it was so perfect. Like, oh, I love
1: it. Yeah, they they hit hit it pretty much head on. And you know what else I like to hit on Trent. Our problems and uh, okay fine you know what you don't want to work that's okay too <laughs> I'll just go screw myself it's okay no biggie i'
0: I'm, I'm, I'm sorry what but but if people wanted to go to <laughs>
1: it's on well, let's just make sure I didn't hit it hold on I'll try it one more time there we go there we are now you can't hear it that's good sorry about that I was uh, I was saying one of the coolest things uh, about that was the Batman 66 connection one of the things I have long lamented Trent uh, that I've been most disappointed about is the fact that I let my loot crate lapse, I thought. I thought <gasps> Wait, I wasn't what? getting loot crate, and I thought that there was... Because I've talked about, uh, back here on the wall, these, these wonderful Q-pop figs. The Doctor Strange that I've got yeah. here. The Deadpool. Uh, there's a Harley yeah. Quinn. They're really nice, uh... And I think these were, were Think Geek exclu- or like, Not Think Geek, those are the other cool guys. Uh, Loot Crate exclusives. Yeah. And one of them was a, a Batman 66 Q-pop that I just... I wanted... Uh, and people have said, "Oh well, you know, you can get it at the at the vault because sometimes they open the vault and sell they stuff have the on vault the crate there for it." Yeah, uh, and I thought I, I was out of luck. And and and, there, when, and
0: and that one in particular is so cool because, like, it, like the costume, it's got like these little accents over the nose and and over the eyes of, that are like like this like lighter purple that really make those features kind of like oh, this trend. You did have it.
1: I okay. So uh, funny story. Uh, I discovered in the. Uh, office closet here, uh, two loot crate boxes in the back. So in other words, loot had come in and I had looked at it and probably thought it was really cool and knew I didn't have a place to put it, so I left it in the box.
0: Ah. <laughs> and,
1: and sure enough, Oh my gosh, I have that q pop figurine and this was a loot crate exclusive, folks. You can probably still get it through the vault, uh which you want to check out if you want to get your hands on this. Uh but it is uh, it is so cool cuz he's also out on a, you know, an, a bird-shaped awning and oh, or a nice f- statue head or whatever it is. Uh it's just a, a gargoyle. Piece. Now, you know what else is interesting? This uh, this uh, loot crate of the past, it, this is also the one thing you said, Will, how did this not instantly go on your keychain? Uh, yeah. A Batman multi-tool. Oh. Look it's, at this. It's, it's a screwdriver, it's, uh, crosshead screwdriver, flathead screwdriver, keychain. Well, okay, that one's kind of a given, and a bottle yeah. opener. Uh, it's,
0: it's an, uh, uh, I'm trying to think, what would the bat name be for
1: it? Uh, the uh, multi-tool, the bat keyring multi-tool. The,
0: yeah, no, I know, but like you know, you've got the Batarang. The, oh, I know. The... They named
1: everything Bat on the old Batman '66 show. <laughs> it was just they, the Bat. Uh, watched the Bat television in they my underwear. They had a underwear. Bat
0: calendar for crying I... out loud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Uh, folks, it, it, you know, it's it's real simple. Go to LootCrate.com forward slash netheads. Uh, get yourself a subscription. Get a gift subscription for somebody else. Uh, the, the crates always come with uh, excellent stuff. It's the best surprise you know is coming. Uh, and sometimes, apparently, if you misplace it, it's a blast from the past as well. Uh, it, so go ahead. Just go to LootCrate.com forward slash netheads. Uh, get some, some quality gear uh, brought to you. Uh, just convenient like like you get your own little personal assistant shopper, a little butler, a little yeah. Alfred of your own bringing you yeah. cool things all the time yeah loot crate get some that's the loot crate adge we just slipped that right in you see that oh
0: i didn't even notice
1: i know right oh you didn't even notice there was a commercial going on No. what that's amazing that's just so that's so awesome you know that's that's so batman you deserve a reward for that you know what that reward is trent
0: um uh alone uh, alone time to think about what i've done
1: that's right oh wait no sorry that's the news ticker I meant to do this. It's that time where we find out what is in Trance corner.
0: Ew, what's that?
1: I don't want to do this. But I'm going to anyway. What is in Trance corner? Hmm. <sighs> That's right folks, I talk way too much and we got to give Trent a chance. Not to mention the fact that I actually tried to do a psychological comparison between the reason why he or uh, in the reason why he likes to go to sleep to wrestling. I clearly shouldn't be allowed to talk Trent. This is your opportunity to shine. What you got? Dude, uh so we
0: for the Salt Lake Comic Con programming committee, we met on Friday. Uh kind of, you know, talked about what went well, what didn't go well at, at the fan expo and we're starting things planning up for the September con, however, uh, the programmers have also been asked to help out in the Salt Lake Gaming Con that's coming up uh, here in a couple of months. So, um, I'm actually really excited to like be reaching out and like contacting and talking to people and uh, coming up with ideas that would be good paneling for a gaming convention. And it wow. and and so yeah, it's 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 both it's both video games and board games and card games. It's just like gaming in general. Um, so yeah, it'll be really interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked though. Uh, my roommate, uh, Will Kent, Will Kent is going to be there. Uh, he, he is a prominent figure in the age of empires, uh, online gaming community. Um, he's a, he's a mod usually in all the, the live, uh, streams, uh, that, that they broadcast. Um, and then I'm hoping if I can too, uh, work things out to get, uh, Mega Ran, who is, a a hip hop artist that does, uh, geeky inspired rhyme i guess uh but has also co-signed with capcom
1: Ooh, Ofic-
0: o- officially yeah no it's he's he's a cool cat and uh, i've been chatting with him so hopefully we'll be able to get him out there too i don't know there's just a lot of cool stuff going on um and and honestly like if if, if there's a con near your uh near your that you can go to if you've never been before you you won't be disappointed going and having just the most fun you, you don't even have to buy anything while you're there just go and watch people it is the freaking best thing in the world
1: well dude and the thing too is i think in uh, not to take away from salt lake at all but yeah i think uh, san jose has kind of uh, built up uh, a con community as well uh, because yeah. i think they have like heroes and villains or fan uh, a similar fan experience type thing they have these type of cons up here and and you'd think i have some inside connections i could probably take advantage and have a good time just going to one of these things bring one of the kids you know let them see the madness All that kind of stuff. Never do it. I'm a I'm a total douche. You know, <laughs> well, I, did, no. I had the figurine the whole time and didn't know it. I'm a douche. Let's face it. No, well. no.
0: It's I, I think it's more like this. Um, someone at my at my uh, job was was trying to get like um wanted some help doing a side project and stuff like this, and I was kind of had a hard time telling him no, but tried to let him know that I wasn't that interested. And after the the guy left, I I I looked over at my uh, my coworker and I said, it's it's not that I don't want to help him. It's just that at the end of the day, I just want to play video games. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that you—it's not that you don't want to go, Will. It's just that at at the end of the day, you'd rather just stay home.
1: Oh my gosh, would I ever? I, I don't think it's in here yet, Trent. But I gotta <laughs> tell you, I one—you see this sound panel back here that the uh, oh yeah 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 that the there's my clearance for um for Agents of Shield. That's my my badge. Oh, yeah, your badge. Anyway, uh, this is going to get replaced, and I'm remiss to the fact that I didn't get to do it yet today, because it's just got some pop figures up here. That's the only real other, and supposedly it cuts sound reflection, but who are we kidding? Um, (laughs) So, uh, yesterday and i don't i don't have something to show for it yet but i'll show it when it's posted up on the wall okay because basically i don't want to put pictures of my kids out there in the world um (laughs) yeah call me weird i don't blame you (laughs) um but my daughter yesterday there is a uh a a place that opened up in one of the local retail locations it's called starry night studios right okay and and it's the coolest thing because like they'll give you a canvas and and supplies and either they've got uh, like step by step instructions you can follow to do a painting, or you can just come in and do whatever you want. I think today they had a paint your pet thing, and, uh, oh, and cool! They filled up for that, so it's a cool place to go to. And they were having and, a special yesterday. Go and, ahead. And so they
0: they they they've got like all the materials, right? So they've got the canvas, they've got the the paints and, and the brushes. You don't have to bring stuff like that, or you, you don't do. have.
1: You just got to bring your your fat ass and sit it down. Oh, your dude, chair. see
0: see that's that's awesome, man.
1: Yeah. And so, and I think yesterday what they were doing is they were doing uh, like for $10 on a little card, you could do their, this design, or you could come in for $20, whatever you want. And so, you know, you could just paint any project. Well, my daughter, we opted to go for the $20 version of that. So instead of on a little card like this, it's a, it's a, I think like a 16 by 23 canvas or something around those dimensions. And uh, it's the coolest thing because it is a half shot. It's an. Oh, oh, piece of uh, artwork it's an interpretation of it yeah but it's a half shot of uh, of Captain America's shield and then it has a little of that Jason Pollock uh, paint splatter going on oh too. nice yeah yeah yeah. so it gives it a little like grittiness and that's going to take the place right there my daughter painted that for me and then when we came home she said it was for me going in my office which oh, by the dude. way uh, let's be honest Trent according to a uh, text exchange we had on the same day when I was showing you how awesome this thing was going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I not call the fact that hopefully it's going to be in my office? In my
0: office, right (laughs) off the bat, yeah,
1: yeah. So that'll that'll probably go back there.
0: I was going to say, I'm I'm sure you had no influence on her decision to request (laughs) that it it go in the office.
1: Uh, Are you saying that potentially I looked at it with loving (laughs) eyes that, that that were almost <laughs> reminiscent of a baby puppy that she couldn't Hungry
0: say no to. Hungry eyes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's. Just, Hungry really eyes. You really just took me right back there, Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Uh, well, what did you draw or paint while you were there? Uh, actually, I was. Uh, I took both of my girls. So Blair, who is uh, two months away from being three, yeah. she ended up just uh, painting on a rock. She got to do that. Nice. And, and then there was another little girl behind us whose mother got her a canvas to keep her busy so she could paint. And uh-huh. so when Blair saw her painting, she wanted to paint. So then we just did the the little special card. But she just did her own uh interpretive piece. I call it Purple Christmas Tree. That's kind of uh <laughs> what I get from it. Sure. Because it's got yeah. some some green. Kind of up front, and then it's got some basic purple highlights, and it's you know it's in a look it's a, it's a first piece, all right. What, do you, what yeah. are you being so judgy for? Yeah. No, hey, I... <laughs> what did you draw? What did you paint? Yeah, I didn't do anything. So I was I was Blair's uh, assistant, is my point. Okay, you know okay. because I, I had to be the responsible parent. Um, sure. Well, sure. I didn't have to be. I just should be. Boy, that really I showed my hand there, didn't I? Whoops. <laughs> You know, it, it's the subtleties uh. of language that can sometimes give us away, Trent. Ooh. Just like that. Ooh. Yeah, you want to be a little careful. So anyway, that's so that's some exciting news, a gamer thing. I recently read, uh, because really that's my only gaming experience now, uh, but I read an interesting article where basically they said that uh, the Xbox One is dead and that uh, their take was that Panasonic was the clear winner here, uh, or, or not Sony. PlayStation, yeah, but the yeah. PlayStation 4 was the clear winner. Um, and, and I thought it was an interesting read, uh, being that I have nothing invested in those. And apparently, um, like one of the major items that they say kind of highlights this, is the title specific releases for the PlayStation 4. That so, in
0: that in that in particular is is what is has kind of killed it, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So what what do you think are, are going to be Microsoft's next move because I've heard about Project Scorpio. Yeah,
0: no, they are. They're they're gearing up for this Project Scorpio which is it'll it'll be interesting to see uh what happens with it. It's supposed to be coming just this fall or for Christmas. It'll be here by by holiday time. Um it, it, it which is which is crazy to think because the Xbox 1 um has been around since oh gosh what's 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 the the date release on it May 2013 right Oh my so god I
1: was going to say 2013 So um
0: it's it's only been around for 4 years Th- that's kind of like what the Wii U had for a lifespan. Now, if you look back at the Xbox 360, okay, um, I'm using an X I'm still playing on an Xbox 360, quite a f- few games. Um, and I've had it for eight years, the same one
1: for eight years. Dude, um this bad boy is still sitting, it's right behind me. Oh, <laughs> the r 2 2 Xbox 360, but it's just sitting behind me, which means I should probably get it to somebody that would use it. I don't know. Yeah, so
0: okay, so um the the Xbox was released in 2000 the Xbox 360 was released in 2005
1: now you see that's the I don't know am I just weird to expect to at least get a like a, a major return on investment for the amount of time in technology when it comes to gaming systems
0: yeah I mean so 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 it had it's it was the flagship for Microsoft for eight years uh, and and maybe you you bring up a good point though because I can you imagine having having a computer without having to do any type of upgrade or maintenance um, to its hardware for eight years? And and, yeah, and be clearly happy?
1: a spoiled little bitch. No, but but that's
0: that's <laughs> that's the crazy thing to think about it, right? Is for some reason, and maybe it's just because of of the way home consoles were first kind of delivered to us, we've never really seen them as computers, right? They're they're something wholly different. When in reality they're just really basic computers that only do a, a couple of things really, really well,
1: right? Now, um, I guess my real question then is, Trent, uh, which one is actually better to do uh, in this day and age, and with the expectations yeah. of technology, is it? Do you expect more performance out of the latest console, or do you can you get better performance from a PC? <clears throat>
0: Um, that's, that's, that's a great question and and people will debate this forever. Uh, when it comes down to actually like running speed tests and everything, you're always going to get more bang for your buck, um, from a computer, I think. Um, that's, that said, uh, you're going to have to do maintenance on it. You're going to have to change things. Things are going to break on it. Um, they're, they're made so that you can change them and, and work on them, which, so if, so if you're into that, that's fine. I recently... Oh God! I I recently um, uh, put in a, a different graphics card and and then had to change my power source, uh, because the pin distribution on the old power source it had enough wattage, it just uh the the card was running way faster than it could deliver, so I had to change out a to a complete different power source. Like these are the problems that you have when you're gaming with a PC. Um, the nice thing is though with 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 a PC, uh, the cost of the games is exponentially cheaper. Than anything you'd be paying, um, unless you know you're 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 held to day of release stuff, uh, then you'd be paying with with any console
1: for sure, for sure. You know the other thing too, though, is to to tell people too, if you do want to get into a gaming PC, there is hope out there. Uh, it, there's a, a matter of fact, I can tell you one of the easiest things to follow, uh, because it, the article even keeps getting refreshed. But it it basically is about building your own gaming PC for five hundred and fifty dollars. About. See,
0: and it it is. It's totally doable.
1: Yeah, so uh, if we could uh, give a nickel's worth of free advice to anybody. And the other nice thing is, if you're looking at something that's going to uh, high-power gaming, then it's also going to probably deliver pretty well for you in in other realms, like video editing and and that like. So if you think about getting a really decent computer for that kind of money, uh, you can do it. Is it the best approach? No. I kind of went into it a little... uh, uh, what did I do? I, I took advantage of one of the Amazon sales that was happening, so I got a, a, a PC here. It's actually, I think, a six or an eight core uh, processor.
0: Oh, for, nice! Yeah.
1: Uh, for uh, but it's AMD, and right. I got to tell you, because um, I've I've made no bones about the fact that I did get a new MacBook as well. Yeah. Um, that AMD with uh, with all of its memory and all of its processors is getting smoked by the MacBook Pro when it comes to audio processing. Oh really? Yeah, it's getting it's getting heavily beat. If you, if the misconception is that the new MacBook Pros are just a really big iPhone, I wouldn't wouldn't believe the hype there. Yeah, <laughs> it it's doing a great job, but it's and still been a and, great computer for me.
0: And the new MacBook Pros run i7,
1: right? Um, I, I don't know what it's running processors. Man. I don't know what it's running. <laughs> Why well, I, I just I press the button, and I expect it to go, Trent, <laughs> and go real fast. Damn, damn, Skippy, damn Skippy. <laughs> Ah uh, no, it, it runs like a beast. Thankfully, because uh, like recently we've run into. It, it's interesting the way certain trends go. Uh, sometimes you get nothing but good audio, and then you just hit a run of just audio issues left and right, and then they go away again. And like right now, yeah. in a few uh, cases of a few audio files I've been handling uh, lately, um, there have just been some interesting challenges and. Uh, the one thing I will say is that I had a broader tool set on the AMD, so I was running some things through it. But I ended up getting those tools on the MacBook Pro because it was it was really. I mean, we're talking about the difference of of ten minutes in in the processing time. Oh or something. wow! Yeah, that can that can that's the difference between life and death, children. That's uh, yeah. That's where well, you're, you're you're doing your job, or you're doing your job in between all the times of watching the little bars progress.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Oh man. Um, And uh, speaking of uh, a quick little um, uh, Windows 10 uh, trick that I learned this week from my roommate. Holy shit, it makes things so much easier. Um, If you're on a a Windows machine, you can right-click on the window in the bottom left-hand corner, and then it pretty much brings up anything that you would ever want to find, whether it be the task manager, file explorer, control panel. Um, So if you do that and then click on the, the task manager uh you can pull up everything that uh has been set to run automatically when your computer boots holy shit dude there is so much stuff running all the time on your computer that you are have no idea that is that is doing it go in there disable the stuff that tell it not to uh open up or to run on on uh, the boot of the computer and I've noticed a crazy difference in all of my machines running so much better.
1: You know, I need to do that on the one that I try and look at Twitter on and supposedly take the Skype calls on because that's the one yeah. that's always choking. Yeah. So, oh, no, look, I- it wants to do another Skype update, too. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, we will we'll s- just hang the computer for the rest of yeah, the
0: time. Seriously, man, it's, uh, it blew me away. Um, like, I'm going in there right now. Click on Startup. And there's, oh gosh, probably one, two, three.
1: Four, where did you click? Where did you right click on? I just want to make uh, sure I'm clear. Yeah, yeah.
0: So just right click on the 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 Windows icon itself oh. in the bottom left hand corner. Then go to Task Manager. Yeah. And then there's all those tabs. Click on Startup.
1: By the way, you can it, also get to the Task Manager just by right clicking anywhere on the bottom ribbon, uh, the bottom oh. bar. Yes, I, you. Oh, same I'm thing. Just That's saying. right.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, oh, Startup. But yeah. Look at that. There's and there's and you just go right click and then disable it. Um, for startup, I, I, like right now, I've, I've disabled, eight, eighteen programs that, that think that they are supposed to start on, on.
1: Yeah. Once startup. Again, once again, why is the iTunes Helper trying to help me? I don't oh. remember engaging it. Oh. Yeah. I dude. did not ask for your iTunes help at all. iTunes Helper, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Adobe and Adobe's the same way too. Um. You know, I will say too, uh, under Windows 10, I don't know if anyone else is having this, but I, every once in a while, I have this issue where. I'm trying to uh, navigate in the file manager the way I normally would, but mm-hmm. instead of just opening a folder, it spawns a brand new window. And I think what I've traced it down to is something that keeps getting changed in the settings. That's happening from I'm part of the I use the Adobe Creative Cloud suite. Right. And I think one of those items is included is, is the you know acrobat. And I think something in there is yep. is doing it to where it changes the setting. And so you, you just have these – I open up like 100 windows in a session, and it drives me absolutely <laughs> batshit crazy. <laughs> So if you're well, going crazy like I am, that's what it is.
0: Yeah, and um with there's some weird stuff going on too with Windows updates. And and this is this is interesting, you know, because Windows is is now um wholly based cloud uh program and they gave everyone, you know, free versions if you'd had a computer within such amount of time or whatever. And so they're 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 doing these updates which um is is cool because you're you're getting updated stuff all the time, but there's weird stuff like it kind of always resets your settings and on a lot of different things for every update.
1: Yeah, that's really fun. I love that. <laughs> that's just the, that's the kind of uh, software experience we really want from things. <laughs> Please. Makes it nice and easy. My favorite part is when you're in a hurry and you're like, hold on, I just need to restart it. And you're not aware of the fact that you're in an update cycle.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. So
1: then, no matter how eager you are, you're still coming up to a screen that says, please hold on, Windows updating. And you're just waiting for that percentage to dur- keep going dur- up. Dur- 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 like, okay. Well, you know, hey, I told Trent I would be right there. Uh, yeah. You know what? You do that. And that's what that, we both had that. I mean, I've even. Totally. I've dude. received screenshots from you. You've just taken a picture with your phone the screen like, and you're like i'd be there but dude yeah i got windows blocked again
0: yeah this bad things are happening i,
1: I got windows updated
0: Ugh, i don't want to be windows
1: updated anymore anyway folks i think we've uh I, I think the uh, the dead horse is uh, is screaming enough already, and <laughs> I, I'm dying to pop open my uh, my multi-tool. Oh, yeah, dude. And get, get my multi-tool on. So I think it's about time we wrap this bad boy up. Uh, but I want to thank everyone for uh, tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget to go to Net, netheadsonair.com. Sign up. Uh, we know there's enough people, so we're just waiting for the content. Right, Trent? That's right. <laughs> right now, in the back of his mind, Trent's just sitting there going, "Dick move, Will." No,
0: no, uh, <laughs> it's it, it's it's good because I've I've I was just looking over all the show notes that I've done with links and stuff. So we'll have it. Well, we will have like a really good, solid first first edition.
1: And I got to tell you guys too. That's that's no small feat because there is very little, if anything, that's typically planned out in an episode of Netheads.
0: <laughs> so Trent
1: is talking about building a repository of information on the fly as it's uh, being unveiled. <laughs> It's true. Uh, And maybe that's what we need is one of the pop-up video versions of NetHeads where it's just like, this is the moment where (laughs) Trent's trying to get over this and get this info on screen.
0: I would love pop-up video.
1: I know. It's just so fun, right? You just sit back, you get entertained, and then you get further entertained. Oh, I've seen this a hundred times, but now they're adding new clever little things for me to follow. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, man, it's just extra information. Uh, speaking of extra information, if you want to follow Trent, he's a part of him on Twitter. I'm netheadww. The show is Netheads on air, and you can find us uh, free and funny always. Uh, where is that at, Trent? Spodcast.com. That's right. Until next time, we'll be back soon. This is Netheads with Will Wilkins and Trent Huntsaker signing off. Oh. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads, Nethead, 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 Nethead. Nethead. we'll be back soon. Hi. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. sir. only at Smodcast.com. Yeah, I'll fix it in post, whatever. <laughs> uh wow um i never i can't believe how excited i got over a multi-tool yeah you really did get excited over a multi-tool i really did i i really really did um and boy did we get we got extra nerdy in this one are you gonna be okay with that
0: you know what i uh probably not but you know sometimes you just you just gotta sit back and
1: and own it man speaking of sitting back and owning it i gotta admit i got scared because i saw that uh that uh, Michael Sarah is walking around. Are you in? A, are you in a mission critical situation <laughs> right now, Trent? See, well, it made it worse. Like he went over and sat down right at the door, and then
0: started scratching himself. So he's like slamming into the side of the door. So I'm sure like my my roommates are like, "Who in the hell's knocking on Trent's door? This is so weird." <laughs> or they're terrified about what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Oh, that's why Michael Sarah is so sad all the time." Oh.